You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You know, it's like, and I get up in the morning, and I'm like, man, what do I got going on? And I realize, damn, I got to do a show. And uh, it's always exciting when I get different people to come in, and it's even cooler when I get to have a, uh, a co-host. Which I don't really get to do, but since we got Sarah, who also is on the network, I said, yo, jump on, because there's a little bit of a theme today. And today we got our guest with us, Eddie, the weed trainer from uh, from Clubhouse, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So what's up, my man? It's an absolute pleasure and honor to be here, Andrew, <laughs> and the lovely co Thank you for having me. What's up, my man? How are you? Man, I am feeling amazing. Um, I got high this morning and I worked out. So that's like my thing. I smoke and then I work out. You smoke so and work out. I feel great right now. This is the after part. This is the recovery part. So I feel good. So let's before we get all into the that whole topic and everything else, let's, let's talk a little bit about yourself. And what did you do prior to being in the cannabis industry? All right, cool. So... Most of my experience is actually from corporate America. So I've worked for United Airlines. I've worked at Yelp. I've worked at Grubhub. <laughs> I've worked at credit card processors. So like a lot of my experience is in sales. Okay. And when I was young, <laughs> I was actually raised as a Jehovah Witness. So that taught me to be like comfortable with talking to anybody because I was literally going door okay, to door. Okay. So so real interesting. Let's let's yeah. talk about the Jehovah Witness because a lot of people. A lot of millennials, for sure, and younger people might not remember or know that as well as, let's say, my parents or even Sarah's Seeing parents. Seeing them on the bikes. Always see them. <laughs> the Mormons. No no, oh. no, 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 no. What he's talking about is different even to see, like, you don't even know. No, I what, don't. What that is. So uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about that because in New York and on the East Coast, that religion was very prevalent in the mm. 90s, 2000s, like early 2000s and stuff. So talk about it. Thanks. Well, I always tell people, like, Jehovah Witness Organization is, like, a top-tier sales organization because it's like Girl Scout cookies but are, like, on one million, like, times a million because they teach you how to, you know, go to, you know, someone's house, introduce yourself, and then take the conversation to the next level by trying to extend the invitation to come to the church or to the... The hall, as they as they call it, and think about it, going door to door. That's not easy. Like most people can't. And how old it. were you when you were going door to door? Man, I started like at five. So five years old. But I would just like stand. My mom. No, my no, dad I got like, you. <laughs> but the point is, you're in the ritual of knocking on people's doors, literally from five years old to how long? Man, it's like. 17 <laughs> okay, then I got, I so got kicked let, out of the religion no but like, that, okay but but 12 <laughs> but no but that's fine but 12 years of your life you were learning a lot about religion more than you know was a major yeah, e- emphasis of your life yeah you were going door to door and being used to people embracing it and a lot of people saying some crazy negative oh. slamming the door in your face yeah and here you are, a five, you know, seven, eight, nine, whatever. It's still a fucking young age. And you're hearing a lot of things and seeing a lot of things from opening the door and seeing what's inside could have been in that life, in that, in that many years, thousands of people. 
Yeah, no, that's that's true. Right, yeah. thousands. Because that it's not like that was the only way of us. No, no, but yeah. still, but that, throughout yeah, your whole yeah, true, oh, that yeah. many Over a years, of time. yeah, no, period of time, you yeah, grew yeah. up feeling comfortable just going up to somebody's door and knocking on it. Yeah, because it's like, what's the worst that you? Now like, we're in a day and age where now you couldn't even fucking really think about that, right? Well, it's actually they still they still go out though, low key. But lo, lo, <laughs> really, low key. Yeah. Low key. But they don't go door to door really. Like they just. Do they send mass text messages? Do no. they airdrop? <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> low key. Yeah. Uh, no, they they basically set up stands, and they just stand there, and there'll be like a message on the stand, and I, I guess. Okay. People should come to that. Well, well, see, that's 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 like a different type of bringing in advertising, than what you were saying. Like regardless, even in this time and error. Yeah. A lot of people aren't as social, I feel, as they used to be. And That's especially because right. of COVID. Forget about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, let's take COVID out of the mix. How many people, when you live at your house, these days, that I can remember, not just go up to my door and knock on it to try to solicit something? Very rarely. Oh, wow. Yeah. I you understand? The solar people. Yeah, but cer yeah, certain type of uh, like industry, like we're going to save the power of your house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But you, it's not like, because who the fuck? Somebody might just pull a gun and be like, "Who the fuck are you?" or this or whatever. Like you never know what the fuck That's you put yourself into a situation of, you know. True. Yeah, no, it's true. But you know, I say um, life is all about. Learning from things, uh, it, it gave me the ability to be able to not be afraid to knock on certain doors. So yeah, no, it's great. Not be afraid. I can meet sure. Jennifer Lopez and like we can talk for twenty minutes because like in, you know it's not. I'm not like oh Jennifer Lopez like you know you know I'm, <laughs> I love I'm not making her feel uncomfortable. Right? You know like I'm just talking to you because yes, you're Jennifer Lopez, but you're a human being. So. Yeah, we're both humans, so let's just be humans. <laughs> you you had a more human element, and you got to understand. Look at this day and age. A lot of people, regardless, are using phones, digital, all these ways to like meet, network, shop, learn, follow, religion, whatever. Right. So I think that that methodology is 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 gone, but. The Jehovah Witness life is just a completely different life, and you had to, you grew up in that, and that's definitely not one of where cannabis <laughs> falls into the realm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> that's that's for sure. So, seventeen, you break loose, or whatever happens, and you you change, right? Yeah, no, I, I say evolve, evolve, and what, and and break that down to me. Well, you know, there's a, there's a, like an old story about a Greek philosopher. And basically he said it was like the people inside the cave and the people were all in a cave and there would be this person that would create puppet shadows and explain what the outside world was like to the people in the cave to keep the people in the cave. Sure. The people eventually got smart enough and realized that like, okay, you're only showing me one part of life. Yeah. You're showing me like what's out there and monsters and all this other stuff. And it's making me afraid to leave the cave. Yeah. But then it's like once I leave the cave, I'm like, huh, 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I could totally get eaten by a dinosaur, but uh, yeah, like I could also live a, f- a life and like raise a family. Sure. And, you know, and learn. Get and, my own cave. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, right. No, literally. <laughs> Fuckers are sharing that cave. I want my own motherfucker. Right. Right. <laughs> Facts. Exactly. So, <laughs> man, if it don't exist, create it. That's that's man, that's what I always say. And what did you do then? Uh, you know, luckily I got. I got blessed with an opportunity from this girl that I I was I met from like an online like dating platform. Okay. And her mom knew somebody who worked in human resource for United. Okay. And she was like, okay, if you pay my mom, like my mom will like you know reach out to the girl and like sure. kind of move your application up. Sure. So at 18, I got the opportunity. You know what I mean? Like to 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 work on yeah, the airline. Yeah, yeah to, nice. to work with airline. And did you get to actually fly and do that part, or did you do? Or, yeah, like, no. What? So I, I just did like customer service. Okay, but and still, then, like eventually, like it led to like a supervisor role. Oh, and, nice. And, and did you puff ever during that time period, or were you kind of? Oh afraid? yeah, no. Because w- did they drug test when so, you're doing that type of position, or no? Around that time, I wasn't really smoking. I was taking pills. Okay, so then I guess yeah. in that sense, I was, taking, I was taking pain pills. When did you? And, and what did you feel like? Maybe taking pain pills were too much, or at some point, and then you crossed the weed, or what happened yeah, with the weed? Okay, cross so over? I played. There fo- had to be a point, right? Yeah, I, I played football in high school. I snuck to play football, which is really funny because my parents didn't agree with me playing organized sports. So I played football in high school. I played football in college. I played one year semi-pro. Oh, I get this because of the religion. Yeah. An organized sport has a negative connotation. Or explain that to me. I just so, want to know from yeah. their religious perspective what they're thinking. We're, and maybe it was from my parents because a lot of times our parents can have okay. closed minds and maybe like okay. small minds. Okay. So I think it was okay. more so like projected. I, got I don't you. think it was like the organization as a whole. I just think sure they maybe bended it to fit the narrative. I got so. you. Yeah. <laughs> so you you went from pills and then said weed. When did the weed crossover go down? What man, what age? Man, I say I've always smoked, but okay. like not it wasn't like new, like, like it wasn't oh, new you to me. It a little like, bit, uh here and there. Whatever. Okay, so I said the difference between now and then is like I'm an actual student of the plant. So I've like learned about the plant, the trichomes, all the different in the cannabis. From what time period though in your life? I say the it's past how long? It's been like six years. All right, six yeah, years. Six okay. years since. So six years you yeah. get into cannabis, and all that time you've been athletic or into fitness? Yeah. I mean, Always, I, never not been? Or Well, there was a period where I fell off. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I, I, sure, my sure. priorities was messed up. Sure, and then, You know, my, sure. da- my dad passed away. I'm sorry. So it was like, I think I appreciate it. No, it's a, no problem. Everybody in my family is over 300 pounds. So it was like, my wow. dad was... Over wow, three hundred pounds my entire life. So wow, yeah, I just got used to it. Like that's what I. Wow, thought. what a yeah. very interesting thing. And then you become this inspiration. Now in your life. To do athletics, but to train, and incorporate cannabis. Yeah, which is great. That's two things I'm passionate about. Now, are your parents like flipping the fuck out though? Come, you know, come from where they they look at it is like what you're doing demonic. So, or like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. No, no, yeah, no, like, no. Yeah, just kind of so, yeah, you get a little. Yeah, yeah the the first time, like, uh, <coughs> so I was actually like kicked out of the religion and I was disowned by my family. Uh, so it was like, I was the black sheep of the family. Yeah. So we like once you get kicked out, 
my like relationship kind of went downhill with them because was it because you consuming weed like no cannabis? no I was like having just sex a, and, like, oh, okay I, I was I was out you were there. just living your best yeah, life exactly. yeah exactly you know what I mean so it was like they didn't agree with like how I was moving it was just like I'm growing into a man so yeah, like, I can it, do these things <laughs> like I'm grown now so want to be your own person <laughs> yeah 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 so no I'm, my my parents relationship ours have not been the best and um. When my dad passed away, I, I wish there was some things that I would have done differently, like maybe trying to, you know, bridge that gap. Uh, but, you know, it didn't happen. So, you know, I tried it with my mom, and my mom doesn't, like, approve with, like, my lifestyle. Yeah. Like, consuming cannabis and stuff Has like that. Has she ever tried? She's not kind of curious no, at all? No, I wish she was. It would it would chill her the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Just slip her a little CBD water. Yeah. She won't know. Actually, you know, that's actually a good idea. I've never thought about that. They huh. won't. They won't know. Wow. <laughs> they I won't never, know. I've actually never thought about that. Yeah, then that actually would be an interesting way to go. Yeah. But do you think they would think, I mean, I would think that hemp and all of its benefits would fall under a religious belief of being it's a plant, comes from the ground. That one isn't psychoactive. can made in, be made into rope, can be made into paper, can be made into concrete could be made into those things you think your parents would maybe you kind of bridge the gap by them first liking that plant and then getting them over to liking cannabis you wait, know what i'm saying wait now it's just my mom and like mom i think i want 100 percent rule it out but it, it wouldn't I, it would have to be a different way of consuming it so like she would probably more so do like a tincture or like a, yeah 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 for sure. I'm not talking about smoking yeah. it no she didn't. <laughs> you, no, she would never roll her a fat ass blunt here you no, go mom, mom chill my, out my, my, my mom Joe <laughs> yeah. yeah mom light it up yeah. baby she would slap me she'd be like stop playing <laughs> with me slap you. yeah <laughs> break the blunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's Witchcraft. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> witchcraft. Wizardry. Wizardry. <laughs> oh. Harry Potter. Oh man. You weren't allowed to watch Harry Potter. Yeah, I love Harry Potter. No, I wasn't that one. I couldn't I wasn't supposed to watch Harry Potter. I wasn't. I got in trouble. <laughs> I got a yeah, whooping. That's for, great. I got a whooping for watching Harry Potter. Oh like, shit. Yeah, I, oh, I remember shit. that. The meter. It was good though. It was totally worth it. I was like totally worth it. <laughs> it was totally worth it though. <laughs> totally worth it. Twelve out of ten that would definitely recommend. Because I knocked like two movies out at once. <laughs> I like went to the movies by myself and like hell my, yes. I went in one movie theater, then when that movie was over with, I would like I went into like the next one because it was they were showing yeah, all who three. Did it? So I was like, fuck it, okay. Those are the old days in the eighties and nineties. People used to walk in and out of fucking movie theaters yeah. one after another. Yeah, yeah, we got our minds, but we went like seven of them and then we left. <laughs> I've done this like maybe a couple of years ago because I just wanted to test if it still worked and it still works. <laughs> I'm sure it does. They do not care at the theaters. They're, they're all stoned. They they're all stoned on no, the clock. No, they don't yeah. care. You can smell it sometimes. Because they're doing it too. Really? <laughs> really? I'm like, somebody in this movie theater is smoking. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's great. With your working out, what's like your favorite, um, I guess, like weed or cannabinoid that you use before working out? Well, so is <laughs> I like that. I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I was like, like damn. I was like, that's uh, it. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> 
up and down and left and right. Just like a crazy sativa. I got all the tunes for you. Smooth jazz. Smoke a sativa. That's like a porn intro. I was like, oh, from like the 80s. Andrew, what you doing? Yeah, that's what we do on the spotlight, right? I've primarily, to answer your question, I say over these last like three or four months, I've kind of seen the power of like CBD. Okay. Because you know, in Chicago, no one talks about hemp. To be honest, I was ignorant towards hemp. I didn't really know what, I didn't really know what what hemp. I've always heard it. I just didn't have too much knowledge behind it because where I come from, that's not something that's talked about. You know, when you come from, when you come from the hood, most people don't even know the strains. And you know when people sell to them, I got that guy. Yeah, they they lie they lie about what. It, oh man, I got strawberry banana crunch pie. They're like, man, <laughs> they're like, man, what type of weed is that? Like, I want, I want some strawberry <laughs> banana crunch. <laughs> Not even real, but like once you make that uh, evolution, you see like the difference. So CBD really helps like post workouts and because um, what it does, like when you work out, lac- lactic acid builds up in your muscles and that's that pain you feel. But like when you consume cannabis before and after workouts. It kind of helps break down that buildup, so now you can extend your workout longer than what you thought you could. Sure. The CBD properties are sure, are sure, in. sure. The CBG, CBN, like the, there, there's so many different applications, but they all kind of help and focus towards like the pain management side of things. Sure. And when have, when did you decide I'm going to do it as a profession, combining them both, and then charging people to do sessions? So it's been like six months ago when I finally decided to come out as like the weed trainer. Okay. And and I, I lost I lost a lot of clients. I lost a lot of clients due to COVID, and then I lost a lot of clients when I came out publicly. Because at first my page was just about my clients. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I would like show like their workouts oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. But then when I came out and like endorsed myself as the, the weed, weed trainer, trainer, like they contacted me and like wanted me to like remove that the thing. Uh, so it was like, wow. Yeah. You see, isn't that fucked? How like just all of a sudden, out of association, what changed negatively about you? Any different to their workout or regime that gave them all those great results? And what are they gonna say? You know, like. You smoked all the time to inspire to do that, to keep yourself the way they are, and help them now look good. It's kind of fucked up for someone to be like, for that reason, you take my picture down when you're the inspiration. That's the stigma, though. Yeah, I know, and that's what blows about the stigma. But you know what I found is that people envy and don't like people who have the courage to be 100% 100% like unapologetically authentic. themselves you know what I mean like to live like an authentic life it's not it's gonna be people that's not gonna agree with it but like why live a life trying to make others happy because that wouldn't be authentic life it would be a life lived for others versus like life lived for itself yeah I mean? yeah absolutely and it's like if you don't take care of yourself then like who else will <laughs> now have you found that the people who've embraced this fitness program that you have now do they feel like uh it made a difference you know when they you know compared when they said okay you know what i've never smoked before i went on and you know i would think some people just 
embrace it and be like, wow, that was beneficial. But then you probably have the small percentage where they're like felt too paranoid to even work out that, right? Have you ever had yeah, that? Yeah, no, no, I, I totally like have. A that's couple what of I, those type of situations are like, man, this is too much for me. <laughs> you know what, that's, <laughs> that's why I put it, I started to put a disclaimer out, like on all of my posts, especially when I talk about cannabis and the implications on fitness. Uh, and for everybody, my, my page is the weed trainer. Um, it's like, as soon as I saw the name, I was like, sweet, that is it. That is who Scoop I am. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. Scoop it up. Um, but, you know, so I put that disclaimer out because I wanted people to know that you have to do the research for yourself and also, like, learn how this p particular strain could affect you and your own individual endocannabinoid system. So that's on you. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, I'm so not you're, not, you're not saying, oh, pick white widow or this or whatever <laughs> you're just like smoke some weed i'm giving you the overall, facts yeah i'm giving you the facts like, it's hey, gonna do this exactly you know what i mean like this is what happens after a workout okay inflammation boom this strain is for inflammation yeah <laughs> i mean do do, do the research sure. behind that and sure. figure out like sure. what what could maybe counteract you or you know if you if you can't ingest um i sure. forgot the name of that um that uh, that condition where you can't consume cannabis. Oh no, it's like, it's hyper. Hypermyosis. Yeah, we all we all know who was who <laughs> puts herself in that role. If you want to ask Alice Moon about it, she'll be glad to tell you. I got no comment. I let it. I let it slide. So. <laughs> Everyone's had their own interactions with her throughout the years on the network, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. But it is it is a real thing. Um, I feel that sometimes, like, maybe your endocannabinoid system just gets burnt out, you know, and just terps don't respond with you like that because it switches up for everyone. Because there's some shit I can't smoke at all. Yeah, that's, that's the fun part is, like, self-discovery and figuring out what works for you. Because if I make that recommendation based off the knowledge and based off whatever pain point that you gave me, it's still up to you to do like your due diligence and like figure out like, oh, okay, how does sativas make me feel? Okay, sativas activate my anxiety. Okay, well, maybe this strain wouldn't be for you. Like, fine. So, but let me ask you in an after, because it's an after workout, right? Do you suggest... Is there to you a, a big difference between taking an edible then afterwards over oh, smoking yeah. or vaping? Like, is it a different like situation you would recommend to somebody? You know, like let's say they worked out too hard. Like, man, I feel too fucked up. Oh shit, man, I think <laughs> I pulled this motherfucker. Like, are you like, yo, you don't just smoke on this one. Maybe you want to drop down a little edible or something. Like, what happens in those situations? What are you advising? Well, when you think about, like, the absorption rate, right, like how quickly it hits your system, it's going to be different if you smoke it. It's going to be different if you ingest it. It's different for different people. But for after your workouts, if you want to get, like, a maximum stretch and, like, really give your body the... Because, you know, think about it. When you work out, you tear the muscle fibers apart. Like, you're literally ripping them apart. And then when you leave, they heal, and then the muscle grows bigger. Sure. So, you know, you being able to take an edible after a long, hard workout, it literally releases that tension. And then based off nutrients and, like, supplements that you could take, like glutamine to help recovery, um, 
you know, different types of protein, whey isolates. There's so many different ways for you to get the nutrients where they need to go once you, like, once the body is loose and, like, not as tense and tight. So you're saying if they took an edible, chilled for, like, X amount of time, then drank their whey protein or this or shake and waited till afterwards they would get their highest body efficiency from it? Yes, no. It, 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 or no? Your, no, your, your body needs that, you know, because think about it. When you work out, you burn certain things, right? You burn calories, but you also burn carbs. You burn protein. No, but what I'm trying to tell you is you say, you know, most work. I'm going to take a workout shake. I'm going to come on afterwards and more replenish myself. I'm going to make myself my mm. shake, right? Instead of getting home, which most people will go home from the gym, what are they going to do? Go home, make their shake real True. quick. Yeah. Boom, boom, check it. Take it out of the way, right? Great sound effects. Right? Uh, thank you. <laughs> and then what I'm trying to say is from what I'm listening to you, my question would be, would you advise to say, go home, don't make that shake right away. Take a 10, uh, minute, yes. take a 10 exactly. milligram yes. edible Puff, puff a little bit, wait about yeah. a half an hour or 45 minutes, let that shit digest, and then exactly. take your shake. So it's it's going to release into your system instantly because you your body has already been, like, like primed for it. So then it's gonna, it's by far the be- better than if you just slammed it down right when you got home. Yeah. I mean, you you could you could do it either way. That's, what I'm, that's the variable. I'm just yeah. trying to talk about this, like, what you would say, because it's interesting, just as an efficient, what the body would get the most from. Yeah absorption and all this other stuff is if you actually ate some cannabis or smoked some cannabis and waited before you had that replenishing nutrients. Yeah, because there's certain periods where people, like, I'm not going to say starve themselves, but, like, fast. So, like, I intermittent fast when I wake up in the morning. Like, I, I don't eat. Like, I'll drink water and um, maybe consume some type of fruit, but, like, my my first meal is not until like ten thirty or to like eleven o'clock. Sure. Because I give my system enough time to process the meal from the previous day. So if I had like five, ten slices of pizza, at like ten o'clock at night, okay. and I wake up and I eat eggs, bacon, and and pancakes at seven o'clock in the morning. Done, son. Yeah, it's, it's not no, enough time, like okay. digestive time in between. I like you. I like how you break that shit down. Yeah. Now I myself wake up quite early, but I don't feel even hungry or eat, like you say, until like at least 11, 12, 1 o'clock. That's good. You're already intermittent fasting. Is that what that essentially is? Yeah, essentially, yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Because you're giving your, if you think about your digestive system, think about it like a conveyor belt. And each 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 thing that you eat is just sliding on a conveyor belt. Uh-huh. So if you're eating and eating and eating, what happens? More packages come down a yep, conveyor yep, belt, yep, yep. now the conveyor belt gets backed up. Now you're now you're constipated or now you're filled with gas. I mean, you got to get a colonic, you know, like because you're you're backed up. So it's like oh, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's good to. We ain't talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's good to Damn. fast and to give your body like those windows because that's when you start like burning fat and um, you know depleting those fat storages you know throughout your body. Now, talk about how cool Clubhouse has been since you joined it. No, man, I fucking love Clubhouse. Oh, my gosh. I love Clubhouse more than Instagram. Instagram, I don't know if you're listening, but, yeah, no. Clubhouse is definitely where it's at Um, because you get to be yourself, you know. I feel like when you're on Instagram, you're posting pictures. You're trying to find, like, a good quote or a good caption to go underneath. Make sure you put the right hashtags. 
all while like not truly being yourself because it's more of like a posting like wait to see who likes it or like sure. comments. <laughs> Absolutely. Versus like me hopping in a room, I can hop in a room and drop value. Or what was the clubhouse term? Dropping gems. Oh, you can't just, everybody just dropping drop gems. Gem Everybody's about dropping gems. But yeah, no. Clubhouse, you can hop into a room and uh, man, just add value and you know contribute right away. And it, you know, be something that you do all day versus you And know, because of it, tell us about some of the people now on your little trip just while you're here even, who you're gonna go and help train and smoke some weed. Yo, so the goal is to meet up with Brad, man, from uh, from Gill Labs. Uh, meet up with and Sherby. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, meet up with my he boy Sherb, sure. man. Um, said he could come to the house to train him at the house and smoke. Man, How tight know, is that? Yeah, Brad. You know, that's smoking. <laughs> and and Sherby can work out, man. And um, you know, just just smoking then. Do you know what flavors? <laughs> you know what flavors those motherfuckers are gonna pull out? Man, I'm 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 excited. <laughs> it just feels good. To, <laughs> You know me, I add value. Tell me to come work out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you need a workout, oh I'm God. in California. I'm in California for, you know. Definitely tell, tell those fools that you've been down here, though, and when they're down south, they got to come through for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's the goal. We're holding down the title. Fucking wild. And then uh, what would you, like, charge? I mean, like, you know, obviously, Sherb and these guys, you ain't going to fucking... But let's say your average training session, somebody got like a package or this, like what are we talking about? What, you know, if somebody really want to switch their life around, train with you, do you provide dietary information as well? Yeah, so I, I put together a basic meal plan that incorporates like the, it's called macros, like macronutrients, like what your body needs, calories, carbs, proteins, fats, sugars, your body needs certain things. So I can put it together a meal plan that can get you what your body needs. But if it's something more deeper or if someone has dietary like dietary restrictions, sure. I'll send them to like a referral to like a nutritionist. A nutritionist, sure. So like sure. I, I have sure. like a network of people that I'm yeah. like cool with. So it's like if there's something that I can't do, I can take that and give that to a nutritionist and have that nutritionist create that plan for that person. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah. And do you find that most of the time people work with trying to do diet with you or no? Uh, they do because, you know, you think about, you're thinking about knowledge. Uh, what I realize, and I always tell people, you always have something to contribute to people because there's something that you could tell somebody that they don't know. Like we all have value that we could add to each other if we really thought about it like that or if we really had the want to like, just improve each other's quality of life. Like, let's add value. Like, let, let me not hoard the knowledge. I have the knowledge sure. so I can tell you how much you need to cut down to. I can tell you the amount of calories that you should be consuming. You know, I can, I can tell you if you're consuming too much, but, you know, because it, and, and definitely based off your goal. So if your goal uh -huh. is to lose, you know, 20 pounds in like three months, you're going to have to like really restrict and like really. Okay, so let's break that down. Yeah. So it's not so easy. Like someone to lose 20 pounds, it's a good three months of dedication. Eating right, working out how many times a week? I say at least five times a week. Five times a week. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if your goal five is that aggressive. 20 pounds. Because think about it. Someone could work out for seven months and only lose five pounds. 
Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Stop. Stop. No, no seriously. Stop. How? Because Come on. Come on. Okay, so you can be... Okay, so it's not so much about working out. It's uh, honestly 90% your diet because you can start off and let's say your goal was the 20 pounds. Uh-huh. What are you eating? Sure. Because you can have that big goal and say, I want to lose 20 pounds, but like, is what you're eating on on par with... Like your your big goal. Sure. So if you're eating Twinkies and donuts, uh, and yeah, French toast, and you know, you know, all <laughs> and working out five days a week, it ain't gonna happen. It, you, you're going to see some type of progress, but oh, yeah, it's going to sure, be a sure. lot like a lot sure. slower because. Wait, are like, you telling me that most people you're saying though who really are working out five times a week are doing that? Because I figure they get. No, I'm not going to say most people, yeah, but you yeah, know, there's definitely there a, a pocket. Yeah, of, yeah, sure. yeah definitely <laughs> a pocket of people who, you know, who don't eat right. The, the big swole guys you see at the gym uh, who, like, have a... Super swole? But, like, they have a beer belly and a beer. Uh, kind of like uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their priorities is messed up because they were tracing strength, but, like, not, like, actually ensuring that they're healthy. Cause just because sure. you're strong doesn't mean you're healthy. So they're like, They'll take down, like, fucking, you know, 12 Big Macs before they go in and <laughs> fucking milkshake on the way out. Yeah, no, no, for real. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, uh, you are you mobily training people, or are you in, only in Texas? Like, break down where people can get well, in touch with. I, trying I, to- I used to work at the gyms, but like, if you if you train through the gyms, they take a, a huge percentage. Of Absolutely, sales. for sure. So it was like you you have to have at least forty to fifty clients to like really be making some good money. Sure, because you know some gyms take eighty percent, some gyms take sixty. Damn. Some gyms take 40, some gyms Fuck. take 20, but 20 is about the minimum. Oh, like, sure. You, that's a blessing if you find, oh, like, yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But it's like, still, that's money out of your pocket when you can just yeah. get the knowledge, get the certification, become the trainer, yeah. and then you can be in business for yourself. And you have all your yeah, certifications. Exactly. But the, the training facilities in the gyms, they do that because you're using their likeness. Yeah, of course. Like you're using their business. You're yeah, using, you're using, brand, you're using like, the cloud, the cloud to fucking whatever, and yeah. you got to pay for that. That's, exactly. your, that's your rental. Pay to play. Play to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so tell me then, how do people catch up with you or book or this or what's the situation? Uh, well, there's a link in my bio. Um, where it's scheduled. I'm not talking about on the clubby. What if people want to hit you up on the Grammy or how? Oh do we yeah, hit you no, up? on Instagram. So uh, yeah, if you if if you go to my Instagram, we got stoners in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so you go to my Instagram, the weed trainer, man, the weed trainer. You go to schedule a one on one, and we'll schedule like a 15 minute consultation. Consultation. We'll go over your goals and figure out like what is it that you're trying to accomplish. What's your time frame? And if you're like serious about this, okay, like what's the reason behind this? Sure, because you know if you're just making a blanket goal, like a blanket statement, like oh okay, I want to lose sixty pounds in eight months. You know, you just say nah. it because it sounds good, but like, are you really going to be dedicated to it? Are you really going to show the like sure. the discipline? You know, are you are you going to ensure that you have that discipline behind that? Because sure. without the discipline, you won't achieve your goal. Yep. So, yeah, gotta have that fucking samurai. Yeah. Ninja attitude right there. For real, yeah. No. That's great, bro. And uh, who who inspires you as far as, like, in the industry when you're trying to do things? Like, do you have a, other fitness guys or somebody that, that you kind of, like, get any inspiration from that do what they do as well? Um, I, I won't say uh, inspiration. I'll say... Oh, yeah. I'll say... 
they provided the foundation. Like they contributed to the foundation sure. of like my knowledge. Cause that's where my knowledge came from at first, you know? So guys like um, Simeon Panda, Mike Rashid, um, I grew up in the time like with Ronnie Coleman and Jay Billy, Cutler. Billy Banks? Yeah, yeah, B- Billy Banks. There's been so my many boy. fitness people. So I've always like learned from that. But then when I got the certification behind it, it was like taking what I already knew yeah. like from that and then also playing football and working out like and putting it all together. You got, you got a little Tybo combination or not? You know, I, you know, I thought about that. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about filming like a retro episode where I just like wear some 90s gear. Maybe Hell like yeah. maybe like the spandex with the leg warmers. Oh yeah, with man. the headband. We just we gonna take it back old school. What do you think of that, Sarah? <laughs> with the headband and <laughs> shit. Would you, you want do to go it? I, yeah, it would be an honor if you were like. Let's do it. No, for real, I could I'm totally. Down. I down. Dude. You down? <laughs> See, yeah, I ain't, I ain't down <laughs> for that. <laughs> Let me know. I'll get the jumpsuit to match. Whatever. Do you do uh, workouts through Zoom? Or how how you do you know, that? Yeah, so, no, you know that's I'm actually curious. that's what I've been doing Zoom and FaceTime. Oh, yeah, because you know I mean think about it like we have this this phone. Interesting. Yes, yeah. this phone can do so much. Like why give it limits? So when we think about personal training sessions, most people didn't didn't even feel comfortable going to the gym before COVID. You know what I mean? Because sure. it's too crowded. It's too yeah. noisy. Sure. You know, people feeling insecure about how they look. And- yeah, exactly. You know, women usually feel like they're getting stared at. Skinny guys feel like that too. Like, oh, they're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> I'm not lifting the weight right, or because oh, I'm Jesus. so. People project the sure, insecurities. Yeah, of course, man. yeah. People project the insecurities. What a great thing in that sense. COVID really made these whole Zoom and virtual, you know, education, networking, fitness, this. Like, they gave everybody, when before, people could have still done it, but nobody was interested in it. And now everybody's like, you know, I'm going to rethink shit. You know? Yeah, no, true, yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, any shout-outs to any friends or family out there? Oh, man, shout-out to Puff and Parlay. Uh, man, Renee and Cece, they're pretty dope. Uh, they fucking smoked man, him out. I gotta show the shirt. Oh, really? I gotta. How I gotta, great I gotta is show that? I like off. those guys. Oh. Oh, wait, those girls are awesome. Off, but yeah, but yeah. For parlay, we got you. Let's see. Shout out. He's wearing the shirt. There we we go. believe see? you. We believe. Oh, no, I know, <laughs> I know I that shirt. Represent. I know the shirt. You got it. You got it. Hell yeah. They're out there. That's yeah. great. Yeah, tell yeah. me, say what's up. Hey, Andrew said, what's up, y'all? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I had to rep the gang, a whole lot of gangs. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. Ultimate shout out right there. You couldn't have plugged that any better. <laughs> That's fucking great. We'll catch us on Hayes Radio Network. And Sarah, co host, wants to give her a little bit of shout out on your, uh, your show. I'll make sure to tune in to Terp Talks um, on Hayes Radio and follow me on IG at Terp Queen with an underscore and at Terp Talk CA. And we're just talking Terps and smoking hash. Hell yeah. So if you guys are around next this weekend coming up, you know what it is. Adelanto, Kirstock, food trucks, weed, outdoor event after one year. Yeah. And maybe 710 too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe 710 too. We definitely gonna have 710. See you guys. Thank you, my brother. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. I feel graced to be on this amazing station. I love your you outro created. song. <laughs> I just feel at peace. I just want to throw a piece on him. You know it. Here we go. Yeah. Porn jam. Yeah. I know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's an honor. Uh, Thanks, guys. Fun. You. That was fun. <laughs>